You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hey, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I want to welcome you back to another episode. Yes, another episode here. And we're coming close to episode 200, which is very exciting. I can't believe that I've already put out 200 episodes in the past, what is it now? I think two and a half years. I think I started right at the end of 2014, started in 2015. I'm curious if uh, if you're listening right now, if you've actually listened to my old podcast, which is unfortunately no longer to be found, it was called Dudes Talking About Chicks. And I did that with an old buddy of mine named Kyle. That's how I got started in this whole game of dating and teaching guys how to uh, to meet girls and be more attractive. So I'm curious if you ever checked that one out. If you didn't, no worries, because I believe that this podcast is about 50 times better and will be more helpful for you in order to find the girl that you are looking for and being an overall attractive guy. Like I said, we're coming close to 200 episodes here, and it's so exciting. I can't believe that I've sat here and, well, talked to myself or talked to others for this amount of hours, but it's exciting, and I'm glad to be doing another episode today. Now, today's episode, we're going to be doing some more segments, some more fun segments that I've been doing these past couple episodes. If you're just listening now for the first time ever, well, uh, the past couple episodes, I've been doing new different types of segments just to keep things going and switch things up a bit that I think are more interesting than just ranting on one topic for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. However, every episode still has a topic because there is something that you're going to be learning in every single episode, you know, whether or not I'm doing multiple segments or just one segment or doing an interview. So to say the least, it's always to help you. Now, some of the segments that I'll be going over today are going to be an app that I found that's going to be really helpful that I'm using. By the way, I am not getting any money for this. It's actually a free app and I'm not getting paid to ever talk about it. Just something I've been using that I think might help you. We'll be going over a study and we'll be going over a random fact that I want to talk about that I think is very interesting that I have some qualms with. So we'll be going over that too. But before we go into that, I just want to announce right now that I'm going to be doing two more weeks of my Fearless Formula. Now, if you're listening to this months later, years later, then the Fearless Formula is something that is available for you to get, which is all about how to become fearless with women and dating and your overall life. So you can email trip at tripadvice.com for more information on that. But if you're just listening now real time, well, good news is, is I'm still doing this live event which is going to be on YouTube and on Facebook, and I'm doing the second to last one today at 4 p.m. Eastern. But if you're listening to this, that means you're listening to it probably on a Saturday, which means that there is only one left. Again, the last element of the Fearless Formula, week 10, which is going to be, again, Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. So join me there if you want to learn about how to become fearless. And on top of that, you will be notified in the future of how to get your hands on it to get the whole 10-week program. All right, let's get into today's episode. First, I'm going to start off with a random fact, a random fact. And again, like I said earlier, 
I have some qualms with this. I have some issues with this fact. I mean, in fact, is a fact, and this is the truth, but I'll explain why I have issues with it. So here's the fact. It's that researchers at the University of Chicago found that people were twice as likely to find a date through friends and family than through the bar scene. Now, I'm curious to know exactly how old this study is because people might be meeting each other on online dating apps and and on online dating sites and things like that. But it's interesting that people were twice as likely to find a date through friends and family than through the bar scene. Now, I think I understand that. I have a good idea of why that is, and it's troubling to me of why it is. You know, I think that a lot of people are relying, relying on uh, warm introductions to meet people. Why? Because it's easier. That's the easiest way. But it's interesting because when you get introduced through family and friends, I mean, yes, that's a connection there, but that doesn't guarantee that you guys will be a match. It's just convenient, right? That's the only thing. And so you might be thinking, well, Trip, what's wrong with that? If it's working, it's working. Well, I don't know if it's the best way to do it. I think it's one way to do it. I think being able to find someone through a friend or family is is great. It's one way to do it, but there's a lot of other ways. And I think that guys don't utilize all the avenues as much as they should be, right? What are the avenues today as I record this podcast? Well, it's friends and family. It's meeting people at bars or on the street or at a coffee shop. It's going to events. It's through networking. It's through your work. It's through apps and swiping. It's through online dating websites. These are all great avenues to meet people. But I think that, you know, just I haven't done a study on this, but I think that you know, from my experience of talking to many guys and coaching many guys, that a lot of guys are really nervous to put themselves out there and to be able to find someone through any other method than something that's extremely easy. What are those? Well, online dating is very easy because you don't actually have to communicate with the person until you're on a date with them. You can just hide behind your computer or your phone. And of course, meeting someone through a friend or family member makes it much easier because again, you get a warm introduction and things are nicely set up for you. And while there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, if you can take advantage of meeting people through friends and family or through a dating app, that's great. That's fine. But what I don't want people to do is think that these are the only ways and then have to settle with someone because they're afraid to go out and meet people themselves. Again, through events, through parties, through networking, through bars through going to any other type of networking or work function or something like that. I find that a lot of guys are very shy and you probably are too. It might be one of the reasons why you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast because you are shy and because you're trying to figure out, you know, what is the best way to be able to attract the women that I see all around, right? The ones that I see, whether it be on an online dating app or through a coffee shop or at the mall or wherever, you know, I just think that guys should be taking advantage of all the different areas to be able to single-handedly go through a date at a time and then see which one is someone that's going to be good for them, right? So it's all about exposing yourself to the different options and areas that are available to you and not just sticking with friends and family. So again, with this fact, it's interesting because I think that, yeah, people were twice as likely to find a date through friends and family than the bar scene, of course, because most guys, I don't think, are going out to bars or going out in public to try to meet people because it's too scary. So hopefully you can listen to some episodes on this podcast that can show you how to be able to overcome that fear. Well, look at that. I'm going to be talking about that uh, next Tuesday. So join me for that and uh, learning more about how to overcome your fear with women and dating. 
Alright, next I want to recommend an app, something that I just started using that I think is going to be really beneficial for you in terms of being able to get over your fear of approaching. Again, always coming back to this idea of being able to meet people in person. Well, not just is it going to help you with that, but it doesn't help you with a lot of things. And so this app is called productive. And what it is, is it's a habit tracker. It's a habit tracker app that's really intuitive, really easy to use. It is free. I have not done the paid version yet. You apparently unlock some more things. So we'll see if it's absolutely necessary. If it is, then maybe I will go premium. But what's really cool about this app, and by the way, again, this is not an advertisement. This is something that I use. I'm not paid to be saying this. But yeah, this app really easily tracks any habit that you want to create. And what's really cool about it, why I like it so much, is it's very psychological. So what it does is it helps you go on streaks, right? Every time you complete the habit, you swipe on it. And so it adds it to the done list. And then it tells you in your calendar if you've been able to successfully complete all of your habits that day, that week, that month. And then it shows you how many days you've been on a streak for. And so there's something psychological about going on streaks, right? It's like a challenge. It's like the more that you've done something in a row, the longer your streak is, the less likely you are to break it. So it becomes a game to yourself. And I like that when you gamify something like this, it can really help you try to succeed in it. And because it makes it fun, it makes it more interesting than just trying to, you know, lackadaisically, you know, just create a habit and try to stick to it. It makes it easier to to be accountable for your habits and to stick to them. And of course, in order to create a habit, you have to do it over and over and over. In fact, you have to go on streaks. It's kind of necessary. In order to create a habit, you need to do it. Some say you need to do a habit for 30 days straight, I've heard. Other sources say you need to do a habit for 60 days straight. Either way, doing it on a streak is the most important. And this app helps you you know, make sure you know if you're going on a streak and how long you've been doing it for. So that's why it's really cool. So for example, you could be putting in there, you know, talk to one girl per day, talk to one new girl per day. You know, whether or not it turns into something, at least you went and did it. So imagine going on a streak, putting in there that you've approached and talked to one girl per day, or maybe you can take it to the next level and say, you went on online dating sites for five minutes per day, or you ended up talking to a friend who can introduce you to another friend that you've done that once per week. So you keep this habit up of putting yourself in front of women so you can actually find someone and be able to you know, work on your skills and find someone that is amazing. Of course, you're only going to be doing that by throwing yourself in the fire and putting yourself in front of other people. So I highly encourage that. I do. I highly encourage you to be able to start meeting your habits. And here's a little tip for you. You know, We can get really into it, right? You go into this app and all of a sudden you can start adding all these habits and they give you suggestions because there's different categories in there of health or hobbies or socializing, you know, whatever it is, they have a lot of them in there. Plus you can just add your own. So it can get really exciting. Okay, I'm going to do all these habits. But then all of a sudden, day one, day two starts coming by and everything's building up and you haven't been able to accomplish and gone, you know, start this streak. So I recommend to you that you should do one habit. Okay. So it's up to you, of course, you know, of course you're listening to this. So it sounds like that if you're listening to this, this is something that you are trying to get better in terms of dating and women. So you might want to do talk to a stranger. That's actually one of the options on there. So you can do that or whatever habit that you want to do. But I want you to be able to build really momentum successfully. And of course, if you put in like five habits and you're falling behind already, it's not going to give you those little wins that are going to encourage you to go longer and you might just give up. So what I started to do is I put in one habit. My habit that I put in 
was read every single day, specifically for 30 minutes. And I did it in the morning. So that's a habit that I'm working on. And I really was about to get in there and dive in and put all these habits in, but I decided that's probably not the best thing to do because realistically, just because now I have this app, it doesn't mean I'm going to be Superman you know, overnight and be able to accomplish all these habits. So I think it's good to kind of do one at a time. And again, it's up to you. There's no real science behind this. You can do one and try to accomplish it for 30 days and then add another one, or you can do one. And if you see you're doing well with it, it's fitting into your schedule appropriately and you're getting it done for a week and you're on a streak, maybe you add another one. So again, up to you, but I, I'd recommend doing one at a time so you get those little wins. You know, that's something that I've actually learned in the book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. In order to build your self-esteem and help you feel better about yourself, it's not just about creating goals, but it's about creating goals that are manageable and ones that you're able to actually accomplish. Because if you're able to accomplish it, then you're going to feel better about what you're doing. You'll feel a little bit better about yourself, you know, so you want those little wins so make it easy. Don't just throw yourself in the fire with too many things at once. I remember doing that back in the day. You know, you get into these periods where you maybe get really into personal growth, personal development, and you just want to do everything. You want to work on every little thing at once because you're motivated and you feel good. And that's great. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is you might overload yourself too fast and you might even go, you know, do really well for a couple of days, but then all of a sudden it starts to build up and the streak just dies. And then all of a sudden you crash and burn, you're not doing anything. So logically, it'd be better to do one small task or two small tasks and accomplish them 100% and then build upon that than to do everything at once and then crash and burn. All right, let's move on to the next segment where we're going to talk about this study. There's a study conducted by sociologist Elizabeth Brunch, what a name, and her team found that people eliminate through deal breakers as the first step in the online dating selection process. And I wanted to share this with you, you know, some of the deal breakers that women have that are actually been scientifically proven and a few I want to mention that I know just from experience of talking to women and uh, some of the interesting statistics that Brunch's team were this, this is what they found. They found that profiles without pictures were 20 times less likely to be considered. Now, I hope that's fairly obvious, right? It's the same thing for you. And a lot of this should be kind of intuitive. Like, I want you to think about what you would want in a profile and and think about it that way, but not for everything, but just some of the more obvious ones like this, like pictures, like the more pictures you're going to see of a girl, you know, the more you're able to know if you're attracted to her. So same thing for you. You want to have not just one picture, but multiple pictures. And if you want to go even further into this, I mean, you can go online and look, there's a lot of other studies that have been done that have shown, you know, the different types of pictures that do the best, Um, but try to stay authentic and not just do the ones that they say do well. For example, I guess if you have a baby in your hands or a puppy, great. If you have a a dog, maybe it's good to do a picture of that. If you have a nephew or your own kid, fine, do a picture of that, but don't just hold your friend's baby so you can put it on a profile picture. It's just going to not be good for the long run, okay? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on some of the pictures uh, that you can put up that show different sides of you and make sure that you have, you know, at least four to five on there so people can get to know who you are. It also says in this study that women in their 20s were 10 times less likely to consider a man at least 10 years older than them. So that's interesting. Now, there's nothing you can do really there. I still think that you should go after any girl that you find yourself interested in, but an interesting fact. Uh, here's another one. Women were more open to considering heavyset men, while men tended to discriminate against heavyset women in the selection process. 
And that might be pretty obvious for you. Maybe you're not looking for someone who's heavy set, but interesting how women are more open to considering heavy set men. So that goes to show you if you're a heavy set guy, don't be too discouraged in putting some of those pictures up, right? It might not be the worst thing that you can do. By the way, just so you know, these patterns were held at a second stage known as the messaging stage, okay? So it's not just right away, but after you've been messaging with someone for a while. These findings were also echoed by another study at a sociologist at the University of Texas. So it's, you know, showing that there are multiple studies that are showing the same exact things. Now, off study, I want to just mention that there are a few things that I know are turnoffs to women that I've heard multiple times. Uh, one of those being a shirtless guy. So if you have a shirt off, even if you have a great body, a lot of girls think, you know, even though you have a great body, that uh, you might be a little bit arrogant and it's not as attractive as you might think. Now, again, this is where the opposite of intu intuition comes in. This is kind of counterintuitive. You might think, well, if a girl's kind of more naked, then I'm going to be attracted to her and want to swipe on her. So shouldn't she for men? No, that's not really how it works. Because you have to remember how attraction works. For women, it's not about looks. Yes, looks help, but it's not all about looks. It's not all about the external factors, your looks and your money, you know, and all those things. Really, it's about the way you display your personality. By the way, if you don't know, I go over all of this in my program called Hooked, which you can learn about at getterhook.com. And that is all going to be teaching you how to be able to be the guy who's going to be able to display his own unique personality and still attract women. And yes, it is possible. So just so you know, that attraction is triggered and works when you're displaying your personality and your inner your inner qualities, because that's what women have been triggered by psychologically in, in this primal way for thousands of years. They're attracted to the guy who he is in the inside, not so much on the outside, because the outside didn't so much matter for survival. You know, it mattered if the guy was able to be courageous and fearless and confident in his actions and be able to be the guy who could provide for the woman, be able to keep her safe, protect her. So you need to make sure that you're focusing more on who you are on the inside and less on, on working out and things like that. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't work out. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the gym. I'm not saying you should try to be working on your appearance. Of course, those things help too. It's going to make you feel more confident anyways. Okay, But in the long run, it's more beneficial to first start working on the inner qualities on who you are and being able to know how to converse with a woman and to display your personality. It's more important to work on that far before you start working on your looks. Okay. The looks are just the icing on the cake. But I digress. I just wanted to give you a couple of these deal breakers so you know exactly what's up when it comes to online dating, if you so choose to be focusing on, on that path. Like I said, I think you should be focusing on all different paths. And you know, like I you know, read before in the random facts, it shouldn't just be about finding people through your friends and family, but all the different areas. And if you want more deal breakers, you can you can go online and you can you can search those. You can search some scientific studies on on the best type of profile. So go check that out if you want to learn more. But I gave you a few there. Also, here's another one. Smokers were 10 times less likely to be considered, which, uh, which was very interesting. So if you're smoking, well, you shouldn't be anyways, because it's terrible for your health and it will cause you to uh, have problems in the future. But it's also very unattractive to women. I don't think smoking is cool uh, today as it was, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 years ago. So let's put out the cigarette there. But yeah, those are some of the deal breakers. See what you can do with it and see if it helps. But of course, I'm always encouraging you again to be using all the outlets to meet the type of women and not just swiping.
I want to give a quick shout out to a few people who have reviewed the How to Talk to Girls podcast. They did this on iTunes. You can do it on Stitcher as well. Rorky said, this has helped tremendously with my transition to college life. Great podcast to listen to with tons of different topics. Love it. Rorky, thank you. I don't think I gave you a shout out. If I'm repeating this, um, well, thanks again. And another review I got uh, said, this stuff works, brother. Thanks for the help. Thank you. Thank you for leaving a review. I appreciate all the, the comments. So if you can leave a review as, uh, as a thank you. And I'm not asking for you to five-star review. Any kind of review would is uh, is fine in general so leave me a review let me know how i'm doing let me know how the podcast is working for you and i got more episodes coming this week